Hey, Jason Rogers here, and in this video, I wanna to talk to you about three simple steps you can follow to make successful financial presentations to procure the acquisition financing that you need really to be able to grow your business or to start a business, right? How do you get the money to buy a business? How do you present when you're with the financial institution, when you're meeting with the banker or bankers? Again, I'm gonna to talk to you about three very simple steps you can follow to be successful, but first, couple of general premises I wanna to talk to you about before we get into those three steps. Number one, I really recommend building rapport with the lender before you make your formal in-person financial presentation. Ideally, you have several phone calls with this lender. Ideally, perhaps you even go out to lunch and you really build a bit of rapport. And also, preferably you share the things you're looking for in the deal, things that you're somewhat wary of whenever you're looking at a potential acquisition target. Ideally, you share the types of deals that you've actually passed on. Ideally, you share a little bit about your operational team, a little bit about the deals you're looking at, a little bit about the sector that you're in. You share these types of things ahead of time so that when you make the financial presentation, the banker already has a fond perception of you in their mind. That's really, really important. Number two, when making a financial presentation in the way I'm gonna share with you just a minute and by following these three simple steps, I really recommend you keep your presentation to only five to maybe 15 minutes, ideally only five to eight minutes. And you're gonna see why. A financial presentation should be short, sweet, to the point, and very direct, very quantitatively driven, which means you have the facts and figures to back up your statements. And when you really come at it in this way, you will be very successful, I am sure of of that. And very lastly for you, remember, it's a practice game. You won't get your first financial presentation perfect. That's fine, that's to be expected. The name of the game is practice, 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 practice. And one other very important point that goes right along the line with that point we just made there, making lots of presentations is the best way both to get more experience and more skill, but also to give yourself the best odds at not only procuring the financing that you need to buy the business or businesses that you're looking to buy, but also to get the very best terms possible, the lowest interest rates, longer terms, maybe the preferred amortization schedule that you're looking for. Look, if you only make one or two presentations, you're not gonna have the leverage, whereas if you make eight, 10, 15, or even 20 presentations for a single deal that you're looking to get financed, you're gonna have a lot more leverage. So make those presentations at volume, and that's gonna not only skill you up, but it's also gonna get you better terms. Now, with that said, what are the three real key principles I absolutely recommend you make in any financial presentation you're ever going to make? Very simply put, number one, sell the sector. Sell the sector. Have facts, have figures, have data, have clear reasons why the sector that you're gonna be buying this business within makes sense. Right when I was selling the manufactured housing sector, I was talking about the fact that it was recession resistant. I was talking about the fact that the rents were very consistent and that the revenue was very, very, very stable and predictable. I was talking about the fact that the government literally has almost absolutely stopped any new development of manufactured housing communities, which basically means there's a cap supply and if you know anything about supply and demand, that obviously means when supply is capped, demand can only go up, especially in a situation where affordable housing is extremely in demand, right? So what I did whenever I made a financial presentation for Brighter Living and what I still do is firstly, I sell the sector. Before I even talk about the deal, it's like, hey, why is this a good sector to be in? What's our investment thesis and why does it make sense, right? You sell the sector and really sell why this is a great sector to be in, and for them, why it's a great sector to lend into. 
Number two, you talk about the specific deal. You talk about why the specific deal is an absolute home run. You talk about the revenues and hopefully the fact that they're increasing. You talk about the earnings and hopefully the fact that they're also increasing. You talk about the DSCR, the debt service coverage ratio, a formula that I show you how to calculate easily in my case study videos. And I recommend you share with the bank what you project the DSCR to be and it better be at least 150% after you pay yourself a salary and preferably it should be well over 200%. Again, refer to my case study videos if you want me to go in more depth about how to calculate the DSCR. But ultimately, sell the business itself. Sell your specific deal now. Talk about the operational team, the boots on the ground, managers or employees that really make the business work. Is it a well-oiled machine? Obviously, that's the kind of business you're looking for. That's the kind of business the bank is looking to lend on and you really need to sell that business. That's number two. And then lastly, number three, sell you, your team, and your overall investment group. This is where you sell your passion, your energy, your focus, your commitment, your absolute certainty that you will get the deal done and that it will be a successful operational game after you get the ball, right? You're asking the bank to give you the ball and to really be that pitcher that's gonna strike out the batter. You wanna be certain that you have the stuff to really strike out the batter, right? You really wanna be certain that you are the guy to lead this thing forward. But more importantly even than that is you need to sell the totality of your team. If you build a dream team like I've talked about in my YouTube channel here, which by the way, you should definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already. Hit that subscribe button right now. Okay, I hopefully know you just did, right? So if you've built the dream team like I've talked about, you wanna talk about your accountant, you wanna talk about your lawyer, you wanna talk about your industry expert or experts, you wanna talk about your finance person, if you have a chairperson, you wanna talk about your team and then how you are the one that brought all these great people together and that you're channeling every individual on your team to be successful. And really now, what you've just done is you've presented the sector, you've presented the deal, and you presented yourself and your team. And when you put those three together, you really have this perfect present that now all you need to do is put a bow on it and give it to the banker and say, look, at the end of the day, Mr. Banker, you have a hot sector, a great deal, and a world-class team that's gonna come and operate this thing. What more is there to say? At this point, Mr. Banker, it's not a matter of if we're gonna get this deal financed, it's a matter of when, with whom, and at what terms. And I'm curious to speak a little bit more with you about what kind of terms you believe you'd be able to provide us for this acquisition. Boom, that's how you make a financial presentation right there. And again, remember, it's all about building the right relationship with the banker that is excited to lend in your sector, which is why I recommend before you ever make a formal financial presentation, make sure this banker is in a lending mode. Make sure that this banker is interested in doing deals in your sector. Make sure if you're in an asset-rich business or an asset-based business that you're buying, make sure the lender is an asset-based lender. And likewise, if you're in a cash flow type of business where cash flow is the main thing the business produces and it has less assets, then make sure that you're dealing with a cash flow lender. In other words, make sure you pre-qualify the banker so that you don't spend all this time getting ready for a financial presentation that's not gonna go anywhere because the banker didn't have the right stuff. And here's one extra bonus point for you before we wrap up this video. Make darn well certain that you share with the banker that you wanna build a long-term financial partnership with him in the financial institution that he represents or she and this is really important because a banker, if they see you as somebody that's gonna do a lot of deals, they're gonna be that much more interested in helping you get this first one done because they're thinking in their mind, wow, this individual could give me multiple loan origination fees. 
not just one. This individual could get me multiple streams of interest income, not just one. Whereas most individuals go to the bank, they get one mortgage, or maybe they get acquisition financing one time. You're somebody that might be able to provide this banker multiple opportunities to make money, and that's something that will really get that banker to listen to you very closely. So remember, always mention to that banker, especially if it's true, and only say this if it's true, but if you're watching the channel, you have some ambition, right? Mention to that banker you're looking to build a long-term financial relationship. And if he can provide you or she can provide you the right terms, then you will very much consider doing business long-term with him or with her. That's really the slam dunk cherry on top. And P.S., again, this presentation that you make to the bank should really only be about five to 10 minutes long. I mean, look, this video is literally not even taking 10 minutes, and I shared with you not only the financial presentation I would make, but how to make it. That's the point, keep it brief. Brevity is power. Don't go on for 30 minutes, keep it concise. Hey, it's Jason Rogers. Thank you so much for watching the video. Be sure to subscribe, thumbs up the video, and for more, go to jasonpaulrogers.com.